something's going on. Can I hear myself? We're good. Ooh, we did it! <laughs> what a stunning star. Oh my God, how are you? Oh, Adam, I am so good. How are you doing? I am stressed. <laughs> Why are you stressed? What is what is plaguing you right now? What's going oh, on? Oh man, I'm we're, I'm doing so many of the like stressful things. I'm moving into this office, which is why I'm I'm. This is like a big white box right now. Oh my gosh! Um, Wait, so exciting! Yeah, you just moved. Sort of. So here, here's an exclusive for you on your podcast. Okay. Oh, here's the, the exclusive is we sort of moved. What happened was I sort of moved. Me, me, my wife and baby were living in this duplex. Uh, we were looking for a place. We bought the duplex in the end. And then I tore down the garage, built myself this office so we are actually now we bought we're homeowners but we live in the same place that we did before and i am now moving my office wait that's so exciting yeah duplexes are the way to go because then that's are you going to be renting out the other unit oh yes oh yes adam i'm moving to la so let's talk <laughs> hey we've got a place it's a two bedroom wow that is amazing congratulations that's so awesome Thank you. Thank wow. you. And by the way, you're getting no glasses, Adam. This is, and, and no blue cardigan. I mean, we still have no the blue, blue button up. Yeah, I pretty much exclusively wear blue for the most part. But yeah, I, I wasn't wearing my glasses earlier. And then I thought, I'm going to keep this going. You look dashing. So do you. Thank you. This yeah. is my first ever time wearing overalls. So this is a big day for me. It's working great. Thank you. I, feel I love like them. Painter, but like a stay at home, like live for the art painter, you know? I, the, everybody's dream. Literally. Like that's the way. Okay. I need to start the podcast. Because oh, we okay. Yeah. We didn't even, we and, didn't even well, start podcasting yet. No, because okay. the, the whole, the whole greatness of this podcast is it's intentionally chaotic. So you, there's really no mistake to be had or made at any point in time. Feel like we're on brand so far. We're so on brand. We're gonna leave the whole intro in there, guys. Welcome to bullshittery, and then the music plays. Yes. <laughs> okay. So fabulous. Um, and I always like to start my episodes by improvising a song about my guest. Um, so you're like kind of also. Well, do you, were you into musical theater or just theater? Did you do oh, music? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Oh, so you're, you can, you know, you can join in if you want. It's going to be improvised, but it's going to be nine minutes, about nine minutes long. So. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Adam Rose, take me home to TikTok where I belong. And that's it. That's where I end it. That was so beautiful. Did you just come up with that? Yeah, I wrote the melody and everything. Just like, all, yeah, in my head. It's not from anything. Un unbelievable. Yeah, I am unbelievable. So you are. You are I mean, too. I always knew, but now I really know. I need to read off because obviously people know you from TikTok, but like I need to just read off a few of your accolades before we, you know, we get into the nitty-gritty of who you are because Okay. You've been doing this a long time and you've done a lot of stuff. So I'm just going to read a little bit about you. You just hit 4 million. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, okay, so Adam's been acting for like a long time. And he made his debut opposite Robin Williams and Julia Kavner in a Woody Allen film. Okay. Um, he, had, he embraced music at an early age, which I didn't realize. I knew you were a good dancer, but you excelled in tap, jazz, ballet, and martial arts. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. You were the voice of Peanut for three years in PB and J Otter. Yes, I used to watch that show all the time. So that the entirety of the show. 
I know you said three years, but that, that sort of implies that someone else replaced me, and that did not happen. I canceled the show myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, breaking news: Adam was uh, not replaced in PB and J Otter. Okay, yeah. just to clear up all the rumors that are out there. Yeah. Um, at age fifteen, you went on to become the youngest to ever teach at Broadway Dance Center in New York. That's yeah. wicked cool. And you have 55 IMDb actor credits, including New Amsterdam, LA's Finest, Veronica Mars, Modern Family, Santa Clarita Diet, and literally so many more. You're a working man. Tell me about your life. Let's just dig into it. When did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am always just amazed by when I follow somebody and then I look into like what you've done and I'm like, no, like, of course I love him. Like he's, he's one of my people. Like you're, You've been doing this forever. I've been doing this for over 25 years now. It's amazing. Well, yeah. What made you start? What What was the bug? What got you? Um, I don't know. I love attention. <laughs> Good, this is a great um, no. I think that's sort of what started it all. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, you know, when I was... Um, what, like nine or eight, eight years old, something like that. My brother got stopped on the street. I grew up in New York City. We were living in New York City. Um, and some commercial producer was like, hey, you should audition for this commercial. And my brother was like, okay. And he auditioned and he didn't get it. Someone in our building was like, hey, I know this talent manager. Maybe you should send Gabe, my brother, to, to this talent manager. And I found out about that. And I was like, let me go. Oh, wait, I want to go to. I was eight. Eight. Oh my god. Okay. Eight. Um, and uh, and yeah, and then I just uh, went and didn't shut up the entire time. <laughs> and then the manager ended up uh, repping both me and my brother for four years. Wow. Uh, and he stopped eventually and got kind of involved with his studies and, and now he's a doctor. So it worked That's out. That's a for cool me. transition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just kept going. I just kept going. And yeah. you, so where were you at that time? You said you were stopped in New York. We, uh, I grew up in New York. Yeah. Okay. You grew up in New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you miss it? Are you an LA guy now for life? I'm, I don't know about an LA guy for life, but I used to miss New York a lot more than I do now. Like I think in the beginning I was like very homesick. Um, and I really, uh, I really uh, thought I would move back to New York at some point. And then in the years since I have sort of like cooled off on that idea. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, Oh, I think I'm good on New York. Yeah. Like, no, New York glad. It got real. I mean, I don't really know anything about how L.A. was during the pandemic, but New York got real seedy. I remember talking to my but I still have friends there. My good friend Sam still lives there. And he was like, you know, we'd be FaceTiming. And and yeah, he was just kind of filling me in on. on and, and, you know, it's it's just obviously rough when you're living so yeah. close to so many people. It's just, yeah. it just kind of ripped through New York from what I understand. Yeah. It was, it, it, everybody had it at the same yeah. time. Like yeah. I, it was like March of 2020. Everyone had it in New York. Yeah. And then it was kind of, it was kind of weird because new, cause I was in that group of people. I was in New York when the pandemic hit and then I left New York cause yeah. I I thought it was just going to be this two week thing. And I was like, going to leave town for two weeks and then come back. I knew. You I knew? knew. I knew. Like as soon as, as soon as they started canceling basketball games and stuff. And I saw like, I remember very specifically seeing like Mark Cuban sitting courtside and he like got a text and just seeing like his reaction to the whole thing. And then uh -huh. they announced that they were going to be canceling the games. And I was like, turning to my wife. I was like, we got to go to Costco. Like right now, <laughs> load up on meats. No, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Time. I have so much frozen meat, by the way. Like so much frozen meat. We even bought like I I bought a freezer, like a, a large freezer during yeah. the pandemic. What what yeah. when I moved to where I am now, and just it's so stocked full of stuff that I don't even want to touch now. I'm like, oh, you know. No, but one day, one, one day. day. What, when the power goes out, we're thawing out that meat. 
Um, <laughs> so you, okay, so you really started acting, you know, you were doing theater, you were doing Shakespeare from an early age. You were what, well, you were 15 when you started uh, uh, teaching at Broadway Dance Center. When did you really start getting into like television? Because you have so many TV credits. It's, it's oh, really I mean, my, I did my first TV job when I was like, 11 I feel like or 12 maybe even earlier than that I think it was third watch was my first one and I played you know like Jewish boy number two or something like that and uh my brother was like drowning and Bobby Cannavale comes and saves my brother oh Uh, that's great yeah and so yeah that and then you know I think the first like big um, at least show that I did was Sopranos and I was probably 15 or 16 at that point. Um, wow. yeah. yeah. What was that? I mean, what was that? Cause I, I never auditioned for stuff when I was like a teenager. What was that like? Like being out there as a kid, still kind of navigating like puberty and all that fun stuff. And I mean, at that point it was so normal for me. I had really yeah. been auditioning every single day since I was eight years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like from that time on, I was just like auditioning and auditioning. Like at that time it was like, you're going on three auditions a day. You're auditioning for commercials. You're auditioning for TV movies. Yeah. Like there, you would just go out for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just like after school, that was what I did. I went to like three different random places downtown and waited around with, some kids that looked like me and my mom would have this like awkward conversation with the other stage moms there. And it was just, yeah. Oh, I want to see that show. I want to see like the the TV stage mom show. Oh, oh, I'm sure it's like, it's probably a little tamer than dance moms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like dance moms probably ruined that idea. Cause, cause it wouldn't be as entertaining um we'll have to add some drama in there we'll just create fake drama with kids yeah we'd need a couple like you know crazies yeah so did you at that like did you know like okay i'm gonna do this forever like there's no backup like i'm this is what i'm doing yeah i mean once i realized that that could be your job i was kind of like okay that's gonna be my job like (laughs) that's what i'm doing and then school became so secondary for me you know like i I, you know, I went to school because I had to, and I was just waiting for school to be done always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think has, I have a list of questions here, but I'm terrible at following along with my, oh, I love it. My cool cards. I always have to advertise the cards. Um, I mean, it's very pro. Isn't it? It's so pro. I just love the neon. Oh, my eyelashes just stuck together. That was cool. That was <laughs> That was a little scary. <laughs> um, so who, okay. So you're, you're predominantly comedy. I feel like that's where you like lean into, but you've done a lot of roles that aren't really in the comedy space, but they are, but they're not, you know, is comedy yeah, what you think? Is that like your thing? Is that your bread and butter? You know, I think people have just kind of put me there because yeah. I think there's probably less funny people than there are people who can be dramatic actors. Yeah, true. Um, I think dramatic acting is probably a little easier than being funny. Like, not everybody can be funny. But, like, you put some, mu- you put some music on and just tell somebody to whisper and you can probably make them a good actor. You know? <laughs> I know. The whisper uh, acting is a thing now just, more than just ever. like just furrow your brows squint a little bit say the line with no emotion and we'll put some music behind it it'll be great and that's uh, emmy worthy <laughs> yeah i mean it kind of it kind of is like green close-up that's it you know oscar um and yeah so i guess because i can be funny people are like oh he's the funny guy this yeah, is yeah. funny guy uh funny guy. And- yeah, and then I think obviously since the TikTok thing happened, I've definitely been referred to more as like a comedian. But you know, I did stand up for a while, and and you know, I like being funny. I was gonna ask you, did you ever like you know? Because I know the SNL track. If you're a funny person, it comes up on the 
you know, in the conversation. Has that ever been kind of something that you've tried to go out for or wanted to do? You know, I, I've like flirted with the thought of wanting to do SNL, but the truth is, is like, I want to host SNL. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually want to be on SNL. I want to host SNL. Yeah. And so that's always been really where my head is at. It's like, how do I get there? You know? Oh my God, I understand the festing it because you would be the best SNL host. Like, you. Oh, I feel like so we would have a lot of fun. Thank you for saying that. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Oh, it would be so fun. You have such a range and you're so like, I don't know, like charismatic and, and 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 like engaging with people. Like your audience is so engaged all the time. Like the thank you for so saying that. Oh my God, it's true. I brought you on this podcast because I just admire you so much. I think you're the best. I admire you too, Mackenzie. I I <laughs> find you so funny. I think you're hilarious. Oh, I'm not. Uh, I'm I not. I think like many people found you with your dramatic tellings of fairy tales or I'm, I'm not sure how, if you had like a name yeah, for that yeah. series my, it was um, my childhood ruined series I mean the truth is is like we kind of have a similar shtick too you know what I mean we do you, 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 we are both harbingers of doom <laughs> you know what I live for the dark comedy that is life you know yeah same we're living same. in a dark comedy what are you going to do you know <laughs> yeah, you can't really avoid it these days, so you kind of need to just lean into it. You have, and okay. So speaking of leaning into it, because that's kind of a really good segue into the TikTok of it all. Here we are, yeah. Yeah. on the platform that we both have a crazy, weird experience with. How? how what got you on the app? Like, what was it that was like, okay, I'm gonna do TikTok? Like, when was it for you? Uh, it was late 2019. I think like November, probably, and. You know, I'd always been uh, very interested in social media, and I always knew that it was going to become a big part of being a performer. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, oh, yeah. just from like a, a promotional standpoint, you know, you you want to have cultivate an audience that you can be like, "Hey, watch me in this thing," you know. Yeah. Um, so that's always been important to me. Uh, and so I've been active for years and I did different things. You know, I, I vlogged on YouTube during the Casey Neistat era. Yeah, I you have a big YouTube following too. Like you're active everywhere. I, I now, especially. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, I just kind of like dipped, I, I had no following whatsoever on YouTube when I was doing that. I, I mean, very small, mm -hmm. um, um, and then, like, I even remember making a video, you know, when I hit 5,000 subscribers. I was so excited, you know? <laughs> um, and, yeah, and, and I made, like, 200 vlogs. Uh, and, and very, there was, like, four people watching them. Uh, it was for love. It was for the art of it. Yeah, I mean, it was, I did really love doing it. And, and, and it, it, it taught me so much also. Like, I think all of the things that I did over the years on social media really prepared me for late 2019 when I started hearing, like, uh, you know, I started hearing Gary Vee talking about TikTok. And he, he always, his thumb is on that pulse. He knows what's up. Yeah. And so he, you know, once he was talking about it, I was like, okay, I'll jump on there. Hey, uh, uh, Thanks for that, I'll, guys. <laughs> I'll jump on. Hey, Santa Claus is in here. What's up, Santa Claus? Santa. I know. It's oh. so hard to, to see the comments. I see all of you guys. So hard to respond and talk at the same time, but I love you. I'll, I'll, I'll dip in there every once in a while and say, what's up? What's up, Santa? Okay, well, Thanks for the love. Too. So stay okay, safe. Cool. Leave. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a Q and A. Um, so yeah, a <laughs> bunch of YouTube vlogs, and I get on TikTok, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to do this TikTok thing, and I start making videos mm -hmm. just casually, and and I'm working on TV. I'm doing two shows. I'm doing LA's Finest and Carol's Second Act, and mm -hmm. then. Uh, all of a sudden, the the shutdown happens in the beginning of 2020. Mm 
And I had already like made a few videos at that point, and I was like, well, I guess I should start making some TikToks. Job now. <laughs> and uh, I think my my very first viral video was the Alternative Woe Challenge, um, which, which was one? my that again. That was my first dance that I ever created. The flow, the quote, yes. the no. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. And that just blew up. Um, It did, like, I don't know, 15 million views, maybe probably more than that. Um, There were tens of thousands of people creating their own videos using the sound. Mm -hmm. Celebrities started doing it. News anchors, sports mascots. And I was like, oh my God. And then that was surreal. You were like, what is going on? Like it was wild. And then the and followers started just like rolling in by the hundreds of thousands. Yeah. And I hit I think I hit hit my first million followers in six months. Wow, yes. And that was it. And then I was just like off to the races. You know, I I just started making videos every single day. Uh, I would, I was putting out like four or five videos every day and, and, and it all kind of snowballed. Dang, four or five a day. That's so, that's so intense. Yeah. But I was doing like low hanging fruit content. You know what I mean? Like some of it was, the dances, but then some of it was like my news react series or love that. Yeah. Or accurate ratings, which I haven't done as much recently, but these are like very easy to make their high reward, low effort content. My favorite. Like people love consistency. Like, you know, if you're, if it's, if it's something that is familiar, I feel like those always do well, whether they're low hanging fruit or not. Like TikTok is kind of, it doesn't really matter. And that's kind of the beauty and the curse of it. You know, there's some comfort there. Yeah. And I think that's also sort of how the, the cardigan thing happened. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into the cardigan. First, I want to know the hard hitting question and everyone needs to know how many cardigans do you own? So there's only one hero cardigan wow you're gonna have Don't... to someday yeah unless i'm wearing <laughs> it for the rest of my life um, <laughs> it's possible um but the i have like stunt cardigans that i bring <laughs> with me on trips or when i'm doing collabs so you know, there are a few others. None of them are the same as that one because you cannot find that one anywhere. I've tried. I've looked on secondhand sites. I've done the whole thing. You cannot find it anywhere. Um, so I have some knockoffs that look like it that I use when, you know, I'm collabing or like going down a water slide or <laughs> whatever other kind of weird thing I'm doing. We've got some cardigan dupes out there. Well, that's kind yeah. of how people can't totally steal your vibe because they can't find the cardigan. I mean, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Unless, unless it's, I had, I dealt with, and I'm not even going to get into it because it was just, it's, I don't like drama, but I did Tell get me. somebody once who started stealing exactly like the, the music, the, the format, the, you know, the material. And I was like, I was like, I, I love it, but like, you're kind of, you're getting ahead of what I'm going to do. Like you're doing stuff I'm going to do. And then when I do it, I'll have done it second. So like, just don't, you know? Yeah, that's no good. I, you know, there are some people, but look, no one can do it like you. That's true. And I that's bet true. you their stuff did not do as well <laughs> as your stuff did. Yeah. Um, because... You know, it was the same thing with, like, the news react thing. The news react thing is so repeatable, like, anybody right. can do it. And yeah. so still to this day, there are a lot of people who, like, you know, I'll get tagged in their videos. People will, like, tag me and people walking in front of a headline, sometimes to the hell no music, sometimes yeah. not. Um, that sound is your face sound. and walk out. What? I said that sound is your sound now. 
damn straight. It, you know, you just you own it. It's yours. Copyright. No, I really want to like find those guys who sing the song and like do something with them. I don't know. <laughs> One day. And I'm, I'm curious, like, because like you know, TikTok is it's it's great, but then it's also kind of first like. How has it affected, because you've been acting long before TikTok, so it's not like TikTok was your catapult necessarily into being an actor. So has it affected, you know, your career as an actor? Because it's kind of a, this weird double-edged thing where it's like you, you suddenly get put into like the influencer box a little bit. and Yeah, so it's weird. It stayed very separate for the most part. You know, up until recently, like I did a couple episodes of New Amsterdam at the beginning of the year. And it was the first time like NBC hit me up and they're like, hey, you're going to be in a couple episodes of New Amsterdam. Like, maybe you should make a couple videos about that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that's something that has never happened before. Yeah. So that's been interesting. But then I think also uh, there's been... I've had some opportunities. I've always been a writer. I've been writing kind of yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. A lot of people don't, I don't really talk about it and you don't really see it. So, yeah. um, but I've been writing and developing shows for five years now. Yeah. And never gotten anything on the air, though we've sold stuff. Um, That's so great. And, and so there's been some opportunities that there from a creator standpoint where, you know, people in high places have ended up following me. And, um, and I think some of them didn't even know I was an actor or like that I had been doing things. And so when you meet those people and they're like, Oh, <laughs> you've been on all these shows and you write stuff like, so it's, it's yeah. provided, uh, some opportunity in, in that department yeah. still waiting to see kind of what the, you know, what that turns into. But in the meantime, um, you know, I have nothing to complain about. Um, I feel a, a, a much greater sense of autonomy than I ever did before when I was <laughs> just an actor. I think that that is like, that's one of the things I agree. Like, I feel like one, I feel like I really found my like very specific, like um, comedic voice doing TikTok. Like it really kind of helped me figure out exactly who I, who I am as an actor, but it's also like, yeah, the, the, the ability to do what you want, when you want, how you want, you know, shooting it from the angles you want, like you have full control. And like, as actors, we don't really get that like a lot. Like we don't have much. Oh, no. You're just kind of like a paint color for someone to use, which is fine. Like I like doing yeah. that too, but um, making your own videos, making your own content, it just has a completely different vibe to it. You, yes, like you said, have so you have control over every aspect of it. And you know, if you're someone like me, or it sounds like you also who has an opinion about how every aspect should be done, you know, it's it's a nice thing to be able to 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 execute that. It is. Do you yeah. do you collab sometimes with other people, but primarily you you do everything on your own, right? For the most part. Yeah, most of the time when I'm collabing with other people, it's it's just like dancing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well, not. You kind of came in at the perfect time with like being a dancer and like doing because tiktok in early 2020 was very dance heavy it's not really as much anymore but at least no I'm it's like no it's not there there are very uh, few fewer and fewer dances trend on tiktok yeah um uh but you are correct in that again like the pre the previous parts of my life we're able to kind of all mash together for TikTok, right? So me as a writer, me as a comedian, me as a dancer, me as a filmmaker, me as a performer uh, or an actor, all just kind of like mashed into this thing. And then I can make something like the Alternative Woe Challenge or one of my other very silly dances. And yeah. it sort of 
mashes them all into one one thing and I can put it out on here. And like, there's no other medium where I would have success doing a 15 second, just like ridiculous dance like that, you know? I know. Well, and it's yeah. like, TikTok really does make it really easy too. Like I, I film a lot just within the app. Like I really, like they make it real easy. So it's, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure you do editing outside of the app, especially when you do like your, you know, but it seems like for the most part it's in the app too. Right? A lot of it is in the app. When I can do it in the app, I do it in the app every once yeah. in a while. If I'm doing like, you know, stuff with my wife. Things yeah. like that. She's such a legend. She is She's just fine. The best. The best. Where, What's that? Where did you meet your wife? In my office. Did she just come out of the wall? Yeah. She was just, she was in my closet. And oh, that's yeah. so funny. And I found her and I was like, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Which you tried off the edgy, and you were like, "Yeah, this is the one." This is the one. Yeah, the one immediately. Has anyone ever told you guys that you kind of look alike? Ew. I know it's a little disgusting. What? It's it's borderline question. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't see it because you're like in it, you know. But from the outside, I pretend you didn't even say that. Yeah, no, I will, I will too. I will too. We'll move on. <laughs> um, just a couple more little itty bitty questions before we move on to the entertainment news segment of it all. We got some including a breaking news story. Um, that my just, favorite. I, I know, me too. It's actually really not breaking news. It's just breaking news for me. So I'm gonna break it. Um, but a couple, just tiny little questions. Yeah. What has been your favorite onset experience on any show that you've done? What was your favorite? Oh man. Uh, I mean, I probably marry happy, whatever, just because it was the first time or one, it was the first time I was a series regular and being able to just like be there from the beginning and kind of make a family with these people and being written for, as opposed to, you know, having, a script that you have to kind of like figure out. Um, you know, there, there were amazing writers on that show who like very quickly picked up on my voice and, and were writing jokes for me. And like, so it just doesn't, it doesn't beat nothing beats that. That's the goal. Like that's the magic. Like is what are your, um, and one other little tiny question, what, um, what would be like your dream gig? Like what's manifest? Let's have a manifestation moment. What do you like? What do you crave the most as an actor, dancer, writer, human? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like the pinnacle of our industry at this point has become becoming a superhero. <laughs> no, you would be so good in a Marvel. I. Yeah, I want, I don't know, like, I'm hoping that there's some, like, Jewish superhero that hasn't come out yet, and I'll be that one. No, wait, now I really want that. That makes sense. That feels right. Right? Yeah. No, we're, hey, if anyone's in here and you work for Marvel, just put us both in the next one, you know? Just saying. Just saying. You got two, two immensely talented folks here so don't don't mess it up sure i sure. love that no that that makes a lot of sense what's your favorite marvel movie or who's your yeah okay let's let's just yeah i'm obsessed with marvel so i mean i've always been a big fan of iron man um he he just feels like the OG. like he feels like the reason it's all there i he does he does he feels he's the heart he's the heart he is. Yeah. He is, which is ironic, if you think about it. It is. Because of the thing that he's got with his yeah. heart. Why'd you, have to, why'd you have to remind me? Well, he doesn't have I mean, any more. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about that ever again. I, um, I could go on and on about Marvel. I just think it's the most genius series it's, it's our it's our Greek mythology. 
It really is. Yeah. It really is. Martin Scorsese probably wouldn't agree, but that's okay. Uh, you know, that's okay. He'll be all right. He'll be Marty, okay. He'll be, Marty will be fine. We love him too. You know? Yeah. Too. yeah. Um, Okay, y'all, we're gonna we're gonna move on to our entertainment news section. So basically I read a few stories that are in entertainment news and we just talk about it for like a minute, you know? My just favorite. Some, some cute little things happening in our world. Um Let's guys, if you're here, we love ya. Alexis, hey. Yeah, um, what's up, Rosie's TikTok Tori? Uh Lexi, how you doing? Yes. Guys, this episode Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Someone said that darn middle child said Moon Knight is Jewish. Moon Knight. Okay, okay. we need to look into Moon Knight. Is Moon Knight, but is does Moon Knight exist yet or not yet? Like, like as has, has somebody been cast as Moon Knight already? Anyway, we we'll, we'll, we'll find out. In the out. comments, let us know. <laughs> Moon Knight. Okay, now I'm, we're manifesting that. Okay. <clears throat> Breaking news. I don't know if you watch Yellow Jackets. Did you watch that show? I've seen a few episodes, actually. My friend Melanie Linsky's on it. <gasps> Shut up. You're not... I was talking about her two podcast episodes ago. I'm obsessed with her. I think she's just the greatest. She's lovely. She's really, really great. I love her. Oh, my God. Okay, we can all hang out when I get to L.A. Um, okay. So, Yellow Jackets is one of my favorite shows. I think it's brilliant. And Lauren Ambrose has been cast in season two of Yellow Jackets to play the adult version of Van, who was one of the best characters... Played by Liv Hewson, who I also know because we were on Santa Clarita Diet together. Well, this is so on brand. Oh, my God. Okay, I also love her. So Liv Houston, who plays Van, has also been promoted to a series regular. Yeah. Go live. Go live. I don't know. But, yes, I've been waiting for the adult version to be announced. And there's nobody better to play her than Lauren Ambrose. And Lauren Ambrose played Claire in Six Feet Under, for those who don't know. And she's probably, also... Probably at least in my top three favorite shows of all time. I need to watch it again because it's... Yeah. I haven't watched it since I was in high school. And I just... It's it's time to revisit because it is one of the best shows ever made. I'm actually not sure how well it'll hold up. But at the time, I, I was in love with it. I feel... Oh, God. Yeah. I wonder. I, like, just... Like, as I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe I want to rewatch it. And I just started thinking about a few of the elements of the show. And I'm like, I don't know if that show will hold up. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that doesn't really hold up. But that's a... Uh, I don't know if they would they would treat some of those subject matters in the same way that they did at the time. But this was like, you know, what, 20 years ago? I don't know. What was it? The nine? Was it the 90s? No. Early no. 2000s? Early 2000s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah, but it's still one of the greatest shows of all time, and no, it's so good. It's so good. No. So yeah, Lauren Ambrose. She's so cool, and she's so scary to me, but like in a good way, you know. Do you watch Servant? Have you watched that? No. So it's an M Night Shyamalan move, uh, television show, and it's on Apple TV, and it's so weird. Does anyone in the comments watch Servant? It is. It's very very odd, um, but she is. So good in it. So I'm really happy that she's running season two of Yellow Jackets. That's just amazing. She's a fantastic actress. She is. She's so cool. And actually, um, I think that her, my friend Emma worked with her in a reading recently um, in Sharon, Connecticut. And she said she was just like the coolest, nicest person. So we love when good things happen to good people, you know? We love it. We love it. Next story. You guys ready? Um, okay. So this guy is, this just... It, I just needed to talk about it because it really, it really irks me. Okay, so have you heard the Tommy Lee news? His he his PP was on was on Twitter everywhere. Have you have you PP guys? Wait, um, do we mean are we talking about his urine or his like penis? No, his his penis. I was afraid to say the word on TikTok, but yeah. No, are we allowed to say penis on allowed- here? I'm just gonna say PP just to keep it PG. <laughs> um, but there's controversy, okay? There's controversy about it because of the Britney Spears of it all, you know? Okay, so here's the here's the story. I know those don't connect. Wait, but they... I'm sorry, what? Here we go, okay. So, 
Fans of Tommy Lee and Britney Spears have found themselves at the center of a heated debate on social media over the star's respective steamy selfies. So basically the whole thing is talking about how whenever Britney Spears posts these videos where she's like half naked or dancing or just like kind of unclothed, she gets a lot of cringy comments and like a lot of like, are you okay? What's going on? Like cover up all this stuff. But when Tommy Lee does it, Twitter, guys, Twitter is a horrifying place. Don't go to Twitter and look up this thread like I did because it's disgusting. I didn't realize that you could just post anything you want on there. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, um, there's just a kind of a battle going on on the internet right now. Um, a Twitter user wrote, women's accounts get banned on Instagram. First, it was on Instagram. He put his PP on Instagram. And it was up for, like, hours before they did anything. And they didn't wow. ban him. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, hold on. I lost my place. <laughs> Um, a Twitter user, a Twitter user wrote, women's accounts get banned on Instagram for just showing nipples, yet Tommy Lee can post a full frontal PP picture and not get in trouble. And, I mean, um, it's true. What's up with these double standards? Why do we do this? You know? Not cool. Not cool. I don't like it. And I just wanted to also, address like, anyone's PP like, on Twitter. We have the, like, sensitive photo thing. Just put that over anything that's, you know... Yeah. can be deemed inappropriate for children and that's all you need right it's just i just i want us to get past the whole like you know if a woman posts something then it's like a monstrosity but then if tommy lee does it it's like it's a rocker kind of cool thing Brittany Spears I'm, the rock frankly i'm sure his penis is a monstrosity too i saw it adam and i i can't unsee it and it's <laughs> guys there's a dark place are you on twitter are you like in there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I try, but I just, I can't do it. It's really hard. <laughs> to tweet. I, I use Twitter in the stupidest ways possible. Like I, I'll go on there and I'll be like, if you see this, say hi. Like yeah. uh, literally, like, I, I'll just like tweet that. Like I tweet nothing. That's like, like anytime I'm like, oh, I have a thought or an opinion about something. Maybe I should. No, definitely not. I'm never going to do that. And no. I never like I just don't not trying to. I don't care if people know my opinion on things. You know what I mean? I care. I, I have my opinion on things. I don't need everybody. And, and, and it's just you're opening up the floodgates when you do that on Twitter, because then like 10 years from now, you're going to end up saying something bad now that will cancel you in the future. Now it just... Yeah. Except for if you see this, say hi. You know? No one's Somebody canceling will... me for that, for now at least. <laughs> so I'm going to be will... like, what do you mean see? You're being, <laughs> you're being, uh, you know, insulting to blind people. I was just going to say that. I was going to make that joke. Yeah. It How be... dare you talk about whether or not I can see something? No, I can't. Um, by the way, what's up, Boho Girl and Nick Coleman? How you doing? And hi, oh, Erica. Uh, people are asking, was it an accident that he uploaded the picture? No. He put it on Instagram first. He captioned it, oops, and then put it on Twitter. And guys, I'm just, I just, it just shook me to my core seeing that Twitter thread this morning. Guys, the pictures that people post on there. Oh, man. Anyway. Next story, moving on. It was kind of a light news week. Not a lot happened. So this is, um, you know. Oh, wait, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Jay Martinez is saying, Adam, I was the sergeant in your school at LaGuardia. Are you kidding? <gasps> Martinez, I remember my you vividly. Oh, my God. What's up? <laughs> nice to see you. Um, oh, my God. I love That's this. That's why we fantastic. do live. This is why I live, you know? This is so cute. Monica fantastic. said I love No. Twitter is just, I don't know. It's just a scary, scary place. Anyway. Martinez is, uh, can also attest, I was kind of a delinquent in high school. So, you know, I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. All right, Martinez, let me know if you like this next story. It's just, you know, like I said, it's a light news week. So we're just going with, with anything I can find. And I love both of these people very dearly. So I don't know them personally, but I would like to. Florence Pugh and Zach Braff have broken up. It's confirmed. They broke up earlier this year. Um, you know, and that's just celebrity culture. I did not know that they were together. <laughs> they were together for like a while, like a, a long time. 
Oh, well, that's sad, I guess. Well, yeah. So that's the end of... <laughs> yeah, they broke up. They broke up. It's, uh, it's been... Oh, it's been sorry, guys. <laughs> People have been... And you know what? We're not going to talk about it very long because she doesn't want us to. And we're going to respect that. But like I said, Florence, it's a light news week and you're everywhere on the internet right now. So I can't believe you sorry, even heard about Florence. <laughs> so, okay. We've been trying to do this separation out the world knowing. I'm so, I'm so sorry. The whole world's going to listen to my podcast. So, um, yeah. been a relationship that everybody has an opinion on. So we just felt like, uh, we just felt something like this would really do us the benefit of not having millions of people telling us how happy they are that we're not together. So we've done that. I automatically get a lumpy throat when I talk about it. So anyway, oh. yeah, they, um, she's 21 years younger. So I think that that was kind of like a point of contention for people, but I, I love both of them, and they're both adults, you know, but they broke up, guys. It's over. You know, I'm, I, you know, age could have had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I don't think it really probably did. She seems right. like she's the soul of, like, a 50-year-old woman, you know? Like, she's lived a few there lives. Yeah, yeah, and so. he seems like a child. <laughs> we're talking about people are asking who are we talking about we're talking about Florence Zach Braff did you were you a Scrubs fan I used to love Scrubs. oh I've seen every single episode oh uh, where yeah. was I that was my favorite yeah. oh talking talking about um, uh, musicals I love their musical episodes so much it's guy love that's all it that, is yes or um, um, everything comes down to poo from the thumb of the to the sole of my shoe. <laughs> oh, the musical episode was so good. And I loved the song. Um, God, it's been a while since I watched it. What was the one that Carla sang? It was really good. Um, oh, it was like a it was like a tango song, right? Yeah. Oh man. I don't remember oh, I can't remember. But I've seen that episode so many times, but not for not for years now. God, that show was so good. I loved okay. Best. Guys, we're running. We're we, this is guys. I'm sorry. I'm very chaotic. Um, okay. And the last story I was gonna say was Keenan Thompson got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I'm just he deserves it, and it's right next to Lorne Michaels. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Right next to Lorne, and like how gorgeous he's been. He's the longest running cast member on SNL, and he's just like he thanked Kel in his speech, which I was like. Kidding, Kel. God. Um, I've been watching. I've been watching Keenan Thompson since all that. Yeah, forever. And literally, his whole life, I've just been watching shows he's been on because I loved all that. I loved Keenan and Kel. Oh. I loved what? What did he? Oh, I loved Good Burger. Oh, that was the film from Keenan and Kel. Like there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, and whatever he did in between that and SNL, I love that too. Don't remember it, but I loved it. You know what it is too about him that I that I love. He just has such a good energy. Like I feel like he would be the nicest person. For sure. You Once know? he got to oh, you know what else? Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks and that Fat Camp movie. No, heavyweights. Heavyweights. Oh. Do you know who wrote Heavyweights? Was it Ben Stiller? Judd Apatow. Judd, pl please. He's we got to work with Judd. And Paul and Paul Feig. <sighs> that makes so much sense. Everything Judd Apatow touches turns to gold. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, you know, it's for me. It's like be a superhero and like. You know, have Judd Apatow let me write and direct my own movie like he did with Billy Eichner. Oh my god! Wait, which movie with Billy Eichner did he? Uh, the, the new one that's coming out, Bros. I haven't heard about this. Oh, Billy Eichner wrote and directed a movie. Um, I think every single person involved is LGBTQ, <gasps> and. Uh, and it's Judd Apatow produced. So I guess, except for Judd Apatow. He's, <laughs> he's the one exception. <laughs> the one Judd straight Apatow. guy. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's really exciting. Breaking news for me. I love when yeah. I learn 
Um, yeah. Okay, like that. Okay, I need to just, that's it for the news segments. And I'd like to do a little, um, people really love this segment, the recommendation station. We've arrived, we're here. So I'm going to let you start. You can recommend anything to the audience that you love, whether that be a TV show, a movie, an album, something that you like need other people to watch or listen to or see. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I, uh, oh, I'm really enjoying Only Murders in the Building. <gasps> I need to watch it. I mean, anything with Marty Short and Steve Martin, like, so good. Yeah. So good. Selena Gomez is great, too. But but those two are legends. Um, Love that cast. The casting of all that. Like, the three of them oh, together. It's- Excellent. It's just it's just my kind of show, and it takes place in New York. So, there's an, you know, um, God, what else? Um, what other kind of recommendations can I get? I um, speaking of New York, have this candle. Does it smell like New York City? No, but it smells <laughs> like it Does smells smell like, like <laughs> it, it smells like. Um, <laughs> Like a really hip lady who lives in New York City. Oh, okay. Like that's sort of what it smells like. What borough is it giving? It's giving. It's giving. It's giving like West Village. Oh, okay. That's nuanced. Or like maybe Murray Hill. <laughs> it's like it's like they have money, but they right. like live you know within they like to they they have money but they like to look poor oh that smells (laughs) i can smell it from here (laughs) they look poor but they smell rich oh my favorite (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm trying to live my life you know just really rich but look that's it that's it Wait, I don't even know what my recommendation... I didn't prepare for this. What's my recommendation for today? You know what? I have two. They're old movies, but I'm always shocked when people haven't seen them. And I don't know if they'll hold up, but you need to watch them. It's Labyrinth with David Bowie. I don't... Some people haven't seen it. You just... You have to. You just have to watch yeah. it. Good one. Classic. Classic. And the never-ending story. You know? Similar choices, I will say. That's kind of my aesthetic, I think. Uh, Like... 80s fantasy flying furry things like existential existential dread um you know this looming darkness overhead you know i'm familiar so those are your falcor somebody said falcor you guys need to watch it um watch both of those okay so we're gonna do a little q a if we have time we have four minutes guys yeah that's a treat and i know you have a whole baby to get to too you have a whole son now how old baby how is that been how how is it being a dad do you love it it's the best it's the best he's hilarious and um just a bundle of joy being around my baby is like doing drugs yeah just like serotonin and all sorts of stuff flushing through you it's it's great that baby aroma too, like the smell of babies. Not to be weird, but no, he smells better than that candle. But, oh well, that's saying a lot. That Wait, is. do we have a question? Where's Adam's sweater? New leaf? Are we trying? Uh, to new leaf? Cardigan is charging at the moment. Woo! Another Somebody question. said, "Okay, but why so handsome today?" Thanks, Melissa Lynn. <laughs> um. Just had to do it. <laughs> what's the secret? What's the hair? What's your hair regimen? What do you do for your hair? Oh man, I I I don't wash it too much, <laughs> and I because uh, I heard washing your hair is actually not great to do very often. And then I I use crew forming cream to make it do this, mm. and great. that's it. And then I just kind of go. <laughs> wow. That's, that's it. That's the move. For those in the back who didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like sort of a cat grooming himself type move. 
Are you a skincare guy? Do you do skincare? You know, I no. I like I dabble. I dabble yeah. from time to time, but I, honestly, anytime I've like used skincare products like every day for a little while, yeah. I, I end up my skin looks worse. <laughs> no, it really is like that. I feel sometimes things just make you break out, and you're like, I don't know exactly what made me break out, and then you just end when up you stuck. think about it, I'm sure like our caveman ancestors had great skin. You know what I mean? Like, we just need to let the things, the oils and the stuff do their thing, you know? Like, let them do their thing. No, it's so true. I feel like I've met so many, like, older people, too, who have amazing skin. They're, like, 80 years old. They're like, oh, I haven't washed my face a day in my life. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I just started using soap on my face like a little while ago. Wow. So I barely, and I barely ever do it. Like I just like splash water on my face. I'm wow. good. See, you're just, you're, you're just, you're advocating for those who don't do face stuff and your skin is excellent. So keep it up. I like this question. Just who is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my name is Mackenzie. <laughs> I feel like there are people who have jumped on this live who are generally like, that's not Adam. Bye. A hundred percent. And guys, like this is, it's, it's weird. The first season's live. The second season will be in person when I get to LA. So I'm going to bring you back. We're going to have fun. Oh, I'm excited for that. It's going to be really cool, but I had to get it. I had to get it going. I couldn't wait until I moved to LA, you know? So we're talking. Um, wait, I had one, there was one question, but I don't, I think I lost it. Wait a minute. Oh, somebody asked, do you plan to live in LA indefinitely? I mean, it's tough to say, you know, it really all depends on like what happens with my work. Mm -hmm. That's really it. Like I let my work dictate where I live. It's why I moved to LA in the first place. You know, I, I graduated high school in New York and I booked a play being done at the Amundsen Theater downtown and they relocated me out here and I just stayed after that. So oh, you got out there? What? I said, that's how you got out there? Was for That's how I got out here. And then I just, you know, made friends doing the play and got new agents and just stayed out here. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of how they say you should do it. Like, you should be kind of forced to go. Yeah, that was then. This is now. Different times. Now well, I feel like. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. now you can be anywhere, which is kind of cool. Like, you can be an actor anywhere. but Yeah, I haven't gone to an in-person audition in God knows how long. I don't even know. Oh, Melissa wanted to know. Oh, I know. I haven't either. I can't even, I don't even know how to not self-tape anymore. But yeah. um, Melissa wanted to know, what's the biggest baby mess we've had so far? I mean, just diarrhea everywhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> thing that they do where they take it out of their own diaper and just smear it everywhere. Oh, my God. I'm not, I hope that never happens. But there, we've had the occasional... Like, oh my God, it's coming out. And like, <laughs> it's it's pouring over. Stop, stop. <laughs> Quick. Um, oh and my that's, that's always interesting. Yeah. Oh, baby poop, man. Baby poop. And we'll leave it at that. Baby poop. Let's right. leave it at baby poop. <laughs> Adam, where can everybody, where can people find you? I know we're live right now, but like, where are you across the board on social? Oh, I'm everywhere at Real Adam Rose. Everywhere. Sorry. Guys, follow Adam. If you're on my live, follow Adam. If you're on That's Adam's right. live, follow me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Follow Mac. Do the follow right thing. Mac. Go down our rabbit holes. They're fun. By and the way, I never even asked you if I can call you Mac. Can I call you Mac? You call me whatever you want. Is it? Do you hate it, though? Be no, I, I don't. I, don't. I, really, I, I kind of feel like a Mac sometimes, you know? <laughs> I feel like, like, I just feel like it, we're, we're, we're closer than we actually are, and I feel like I can call you Mac, you know? No, thing like, it's it's a certain kind of delusion, maybe, too, but, like, with TikTok, I feel like when I meet people and become friends with somebody on TikTok, in my brain, we're friends. Like, we're just real, we're real Agreed. friends. Agreed. 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 <laughs> like, if we saw each other, we'd give each other a big hug. Yes. Oh, my God, it's so good to see you. Meanwhile, that's the first time we've ever been in the same space together. I know. And I can't wait. We're going to have so much fun when I get out there. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Oh, guys, 
Adam, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. It was such a pleasure getting to know you. And like, I was so curious about your actor career and like your journey. And I like, we, we dove in and now I know everything. I'm we did. I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun. I'm so <laughs> happy to be one of your first season's guests. Yes, baby. We got it. We had a, we have a good first season. I'm excited about it. Um, and guys, please subscribe everywhere. Go follow on Spotify, Apple podcasts. We're going to put this up tomorrow. If Steve, I know you caught the tail end, but babe, the video will be on YouTube tomorrow and it's going to be streaming everyone on podcast platforms. So you can listen or watch or do whatever you want. Um, we love you guys. We really do. And um, Adam, you get home safe. I'm home. Just be safe. Okay. Okay. I, I know. <laughs> it, was a joke. it was just a joke. So, all right. Anyway, I love you guys. Um, I'm going to, oh, let me just, <laughs> um, I don't want to do a Tommy Lee here. We're not going to Tommy. <laughs> um, I love you guys. Adam, I will see you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Mac. This was lovely. <laughs> All right, y'all, thank you for being here and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye now.